Hi there, Dr. Randy Carlson in the Intentional Living Center. Welcome to our program today. We're talking about change. Uh, There's a law that we call the law of change. And the law of change says that nothing stays the same. Either things, your body, your relationships, your spirit, finances, your work, your mind, any part of who you are and what's going on around you is either getting stronger or it's getting weaker, but things don't stay the same. In fact, the only thing that doesn't change, according to the Bible, is God himself. God is never changing. We, we change. <laughs> and I do welcome you to the Intentional Living Center today. We've got some callers standing by. You're welcome to join us with your comments. Uh, you can share with us, uh, maybe answering the question that we have up on Facebook, is what one thing could you change in your life that would help you become more intentional in your walk with Christ or in your life in general? Uh, you're welcome to share that on our comment line at 888-888-1717. Carol Ann says, praying first thing when I wake up. That would help her be more intentional. Ann says, stick to my plans and goals and take one step at a time. We call it the power of one thing here. Very powerful, by the way. Having one goal every day, maybe a small one, maybe just a few steps in the right direction, but you're heading in that direction, doing the next right one thing. James says to stop worrying. This is one thing. And uh, Randy's on the line in Tennessee. Randy, what's one thing you'd like to change in your life? We're looking for a way to change a path or a uh, a legacy. Um, I'm a third-generation divorcee, and I spent my marriage trying not to be a divorcee because of the past and what we've come from. So how do you put the brakes on the past? Well, you can't let it continue to creep in. It's there. It's a reality. There's always a cost associated with an action or lack of action in our life. And uh, But I, I think Satan loves to take our past and use it against us, uh, Randy. And um, there's a point of forgiving others, obviously, forgiving ourselves and realizing, here's the picture I have, that the windshield on your car as you're driving to work in the morning is always many times bigger than the rearview mirror. And the only, re- the only reason I look in the rearview mirror is to see where I'm coming from, <laughs> and maybe at times to see what's coming up from behind. But other than that, I take a glance at the past or what's behind me, but I put my gaze on the future, which is ahead of me. And I really think that's a picture well, I, I just uh, I I come from uh, like I said a, I'm a third generation divorcee and and I'm sorry to say that, but I see the impact on it. I see the acceptance among I guess the acceptance among family saying, you know, there's a third generation brought up in a very Christian military. Uh, my father's retired major, brought up in the military. home, my mother raised us, and everything that we talked about or worked on in our marriage was not to be divorced. I mean, it's just something that you talk about when you come from a divorced family. You talk about not being divorced. So that past, that, that legacy, a third generation, how do you just put an end to it? Wow. Listen, you, you start right where you are, Randy, right where you are now, and um, accept the fact that sometimes life is broken. And that little children's thing, you know, Humpty Dumpty had a great fall, and they couldn't put him back together again. The fact is God does put us back together again. doesn't mean you don't have some of the scars from being put back together. But accepting the fact that life isn't perfect, but God is perfect, and then taking the next step and going in the right direction can be a very positive thing. Okay, Randy, thank you for your call. You know, I'm thinking about this this topic 
today of um, having the courage to change is really a core topic. It's a core issue for our Intentional Living members because change is inevitable. You know, you've heard the saying, change or die, right? I mean, there's a reality. If we don't change in our life in a positive way, we think we can hide out from change. Well, just look in the mirror and you see that change is inevitable. You can't stop it, but what are you going to do about it? And we talked about the law of change earlier, that everything is changing, either getting stronger or weaker. And so at the end of the day, you can either choose to be very, there's really three choices you have. You ready? Here they are. One is you can be good intentioned about change. You can be good intentioned about your marriage. Let's be real specific. Let's say your marriage is really not where you want it to be. It, it isn't growing and there's more tension and there's distance. It's maybe not terrible, but you just know it's not where it needs to be. It won't stay there. If things start to slip, you know they continue to slip. There's a tendency, you know, things don't stay the same. They're going to continue to decrease. And so the question is, if you stayed on the path you're on right now in your marriage, where are you going to be in six months or six years? So you have one choice is just have a good intention that someday I, I'm going to make a change. Someday we're going to work on our marriage. A lot of people live in this state of constant procrastination and don't act on it. And in any area of our life, procrastination will ultimately come and bite us on the backside. And it can be in our health or in our finances and certainly in our marriage relationship. So one approach is to have good intentions. There's another approach of these three, which is what I call an unintentional approach, which means I don't really think about it. I just try different things. Maybe if I do enough things, maybe one of them will work. We use the little grasshopper as an example because the grasshopper hops from leaf to leaf to leaf without really any sense of order or intentionality. And a lot of us are like grasshoppers. We're just jumping around, busy, exhausted, but you know we're not really seeing the kind of change that we wanted to have in our life. That's very unintentional. So you have a good-intentioned approach. You have an unintentional approach, and we teach about being intentional, setting godly goals, knowing what God's intention is, understand what the Scripture is, what the Scripture teaches, and then actively developing habits every day by, by little steps that become habits in our life to move us in the direction to have the courage to change. That's what we're talking about today. All right, we're going to get to some more calls and some more teaching on this topic today, having the courage to change. If you have a thought, join us, 888 1717 you can leave your comment with us. We'd love to hear it. Uh, Burke is on the line. Welcome to the program, Burke. Hello. How are you doing, Dr. Carlson? Good. Good. Appreciate your call. Well, uh, I really owe it to you, Dr. Carlson. Uh, I'm a pastor, and about 10 years ago, I had a... Uh, things were very chaotic in my home um, with my oldest daughter, and uh, at that point, I remember pulling over. I was listening to your program and just in desperate um, circumstances. And I wanted to just tell her to leave the house. She was 18 and um, you gave me a, a life-changing word of advice. Um, and you told me, you said, where will she have the, the most influence from you? in your home or out of your home and that was a very easy answer I said it's going to be in my home and then you just told me that then I was going to have to figure out a way to compromise in the situation 
so that she could stay in the home. And it was uh, that piece of advice literally um, helped bring some direction. And, you know, thank God that uh, through the process of time and her staying in our home and and, uh, and working through things, she graduated from college, she got married and has um, a beautiful family. And it's almost like it was a, a bad dream, but you know, God really worked things out. And, but I had to compromise as a parent, I really did. And I thank you, thank you, Dr. Carl. You know, you're, you're very welcome, Burke. And I, I know when you say compromise, what you mean is you gotta build an environment. You still have to have boundaries. There are always limits, because there's times when kids clearly need to leave the home. There are times when, for lots of reasons, it it just, you know, it's going to occur. We see it from the prodigal son story to the reality of parents. But sometimes when we're right in the midst of the battle, it's easy to say, hey, that's the solution. But you had an opportunity to be of influence to her. And I'm I'm glad that uh, it sounds like it's it's gone in the right direction for you. Absolutely, it did. And um, I... You, you definitely uh, stopped me in my tracks and made me really rethink that situation. I appreciate it. Well, you're very welcome. Glad to be here for you and others, Burke. And how is your ministry doing? It's doing well. It's doing very well. And, you know, God is uh, blessing us. And um, uh, I, I pastored in Michigan as well. And so uh, when I called that first time, kind of amusing, I didn't give you my real name. <laughs> because I was a bit embarrassed at the time. But then I had people from my church in Michigan saying, Pastor, was that you that called? And I said, yes, it was. It was me. I have to admit, I had to call. And so every time I, I, I preach often, um, I, I, will, I will honestly say, my, my counselor says this. Um, and they're like, well, who's your counselor? I said, well, he doesn't know it, but I listen to him often, and, and I want to pass this on to you. <laughs> That's good. Well, I'm glad I'm glad we're part of your life, Burke, and thanks for calling today, my friend. Thank you. Very humbling. Thank you, Burke, for sharing your story with us. It's a reminder that, um, you know, when we seek God's wisdom and uh, we listen to counsel and we, uh, we're slow sometimes to, to act, um, looking at the big picture, the, the long term, looking at relationships, looking at what what will ultimately bring pleasure to God and certainly benefit, in this case, to, to you, to your family, and to your future. God bless you. Thank you for sharing your story with us today, Burke. I appreciate it. And let me just mention to each of us that one of the reasons we have a, a storyline open is because we want to hear your stories. We want to hear what God is doing in your life. We want to hear how intentional living is making a difference in your life. And you can share that with us anytime, 24 hours a day, when you call our storyline at 888 And uh, we thank you for your support and, and, of course, for doing that. And also, much thanks to those of you who recently have called to join in to help us close out this year with your financial support. We appreciate it. Uh, we're a listener-supported ministry. There's just a few of us involved here and committed to to getting this message out worldwide. A lot of bang for the support that comes in, as it were, through our media, outreach, online, through our videos, our podcast, our radio program, and our events. So thank you for your prayers, and uh, we appreciate your support so very much for Intentional Living. Redeemer. Father. My Refuge. 
The ways we describe God may change depending on what we're facing. Teacher, my shepherd. But one thing remains constant. God is always near you 365 days a year. And Intentional Living has a reminder of God's constant presence in your life that we'd like to share with you. When you support Intentional Living with a gift of $30 a month or a single gift of $365, we'll say thank you with the 2023 Names of God calendar. Each month shares a different name of God, beautiful scenery, and a description of the meaning of God's name for that month. Your support of Intentional Living continues to provide daily hope and encouragement. And the Names of God calendar will remind you that God is with you all year long. You can give now at The Intentional Life or call 888-888-1717. And you know, I hope you'll do that. Uh, this calendar that uh, you heard her reference is just gorgeous. It really is. It's beautiful. We have ours already here at our home, and my wife is starting to fill in the dates, You know, the, all the important dates, the birth dates, and some of our events and things coming up in 2023. But what is really impressive is that on each page or each month is a beautiful picture And over it is uh, one of the names of God. We're going to use it in our home to do a little bit of teaching with our grandchildren when they come over, when they're here. So from month to month, we're going to spend at least a few minutes focusing on the name of God that's represented in that month and what does it mean and why is it significant. And we think it's going to be just a really neat thing to do. Uh, So if you don't have that calendar, I hope you'll get it. You can do so only through Intentional Living here today when you join us in support, and your monthly support is going to go a long ways to impact people for Christ. If you haven't considered a dollar a day, I hope you will, because we need your help. So all you have to do is go to theintentionallife.com. That's theintentionallife.com, and click on that Donate button. And thank you for your support. Intentional Living with Dr. Randy Carlson is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio, but intentional living can make a positive difference in your life and through your life. In fact, here's something from Dr. Randy that can make a difference in just one minute. How do you love an emotionally weak person? Hi, I'm Dr. Randy Carlson with an Intentional Living Minute. I've often taught that the weakest person in a relationship will always control that relationship. That's true in marriage, it's true in parenting, it's true in the workforce, it's true with friendships as well. Can I encourage you, if you find yourself loving an emotionally weak person, please don't get sucked into the drama. Set some boundaries. Be prepared when you meet that person. You know, I've also taught that sometimes friendships need an expiration date, but many times because of the relationship, it's a relationship that's a part of your life, maybe for all of your life. So can I encourage you, if you have an emotionally weak person in your life, love them, but don't get sucked into the drama. That's intentional living. Go to theintentionallife.com slash minute to get the Intentional Living Minute in your email every day. You know, Kurt, there may be someone listening. Maybe it's you. You're listening today, and you have an emotionally weak person in your life, or you know somebody who does, and uh, you've wondered how you could communicate some help. Can I encourage you to share that that uh, Facebook? All you have to do is come on over uh, to Facebook slash Intentional Living. It's there for you. 
Uh, you can subscribe to the Daily Intentional Living Minute. It'll be sent directly to your email. Again, just uh, come on over to our website or go to, uh, to Facebook slash Intentional Living. Today, we're talking about having the courage to change. Remember, uh, if you put the little prefix D-I-S in front of courage, what do you get? You get discouraged. And if you are discouraged, you've lost your courage. Maybe you've lost your courage uh, in your marriage, since we're thinking of marriage and parenting. Maybe you've lost your courage as a parent. You know, you feel kind of overwhelmed. This discouragement is what sets in, and we know that discouragement comes as, and Satan loves it, by the way. I mean, Satan is the ultimate discourager. I mean, I mean, he gets his jollies out of discouraging us, and spiritually and otherwise. And so when we title this, this uh, program, Have the Courage to Change. In other words, you feel discouraged. You've tried to change, and you haven't changed. You've tried to change. You go so far, and it doesn't happen. You've even prayed about it, and God's working with you, and then you stop. Uh, you have to have the courage to, to stand back up, uh, ask God for continued strength, and courage. Ask God, do you ever pray, Lord, give me courage today? that I can move in a direction that will bring you glory, give me the courage to follow through to make the changes I need to make. And it comes from having not only an idea, but having the courage to act on it. That's really what uh, this thing of intentional living is all about. All right, let's uh, get back to the calls. Let's go to Georgia. Jennifer, what's the one thing that you'd like to change? Well, um, in my relationships, especially with my spouse, I would like to change me appreciating him more instead of looking at everything that he does and that I wish he would change. Do you find then you get an attitude problem? Yes, I'm very critical and I have a control issue where I always feel like I have to be in control because when I'm not in control, I feel like things are going to go bad. Mm-hmm. And it creates a lot of problems in my marriage. And so it's control because if you don't control you think things are going to turn south and you're responsible for everything. Correct. When I was younger, there was a lot of things that happened in my life that I had no control over at the time. Mm. And I think I developed this attitude that if I'm not in control, bad things happen. Yeah. Well, what's it like when you decide not to control? It's, it gives me a lot of anxiety, mm-hmm. and it's very scary. But, I mean, in the end, the bad thing I'm thinking about doesn't happen. Yeah, exactly. So it's just a pattern of me just keep doing it and keep doing it, and I eventually it's going to get easier for me. Yeah, it's a daily thing, isn't it, Jennifer, to learn that um, we don't control much. And for those of us who are controllers, I tend to be on that side of the, the line. If you have a line down the middle, <laughs> I tend to be on the controller side because uh, we think that if we control things, then it's going to be okay. When you, and you realize you don't, we don't control much. But what, I'll tell you what we do control you do control what you think. You do control what you do. Those are things you do have control over. That's why intentional living focuses so much on our thinking, on our attitudes. We have control over that. No one makes you have a crummy attitude. Oh, if they'd change, then I wouldn't have a bad attitude. I mean, come on. Uh, we have a bad attitude, or we'll, we'll find out a way to have a bad attitude. I mean, I love listen. I don't love. I get frustrated listening to these political debates today. If you got a bad attitude towards somebody on the other side, it's going to come through, right? No matter what they do, you're going to hear about it because that just flows out of our heart. We do have control about our thinking, our attitudes, and our 
behavior, what we do. And that's, that's where we try to focus here at the Intentional Living Center. All right, we're going to get to some more callers here in a moment. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts, 888-888-1717. Hi, my name is Donna, and I love your show. And I would just like to say that my husband and I split up two different times in our marriage, and both times we both decided that we were going to trust God to return our love to each other. We drew a line in the sand and decided that what was behind that line was no longer going to be addressed or talked about. We were never going to say, you never, you always, in our conversations or arguments, and that we are going to forgive as though we want them to forgive us, and that every morning when our feet hit the floor, we are going to choose to love each other, not rely on feelings. All right, Michelle, what uh, what one thing would you like to change in your life? Uh, just to change, not what the little things get to me. Um, actually, just it, it does affect me like the next day and the following day, so it has effect for, I think, almost 20 years. And Well, what are the little things that bug you? Like, um, I live with my sister, and she has seven kids. Um, so it's uh, How many kids? How many? Seven. Seven. That's not a little thing. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, for the past couple of years, I mean, she's been living with us. Um, so it's like, I got to just let it go, not let it get to me, watch, you know, watch my anger emotions and just let it be and just that's how it is, you know. But it has affected me with my sleep and work and everything. So, but I'm trying to like keep it cool. I don't know when is um, when's the best thing to talk, when to speak or not speak. Mm, you know, and listen, I'll tell you, finding... That balance, Michelle, is always is always a battle, and I, you know, we're, we're, as we're thinking about change, maybe this will be helpful for you. As I said earlier, there's a lot of things that we can't change, and we, it's easier to focus on those things than the things we can change. And in the book of Ephesians, it talks about a being renewed in the spirit of your minds. So obviously, that's something we can do as we allow God to renew our minds. We can change our thinking. That's one thing. In that same passage, a couple of verses later, it says, be angry, but do not sin. Isn't that interesting? And I think the reference there really implies, listen, we can have emotions that can be negative emotions in our life. Anger can be a negative emotion, for example. But we should not allow that to cause sin in our life. So we have control of our emotions. I always tell people emotions are like fuel, right? Put fuel in your car to move the car along. You get emotions, maybe you're feeling lonely, maybe you're feeling hurt, maybe you're feeling anxious, to be able to use those emotions to say, God, what needs to change in my life, right? What needs to change where I can grow? A couple verses later, it says, let no uh, profane or, what's the word that it says? I don't have the Bible in front of me. Unwholesome, there it is. Thank you, Rob. Uh, Unwholesome uh, speech come out of your mouth. We have control of what we say. You ever said something, try to draw it back in, right? You have control of what comes out of your mouth. And then it's also very clear, it says that you should work with your hands. It says a couple verses later, we have control over what we do, our head, our heart, our hands, and our mouth. Those are things that we do have control over. And when we think about changing, here's my one thing challenge for you. For these next 30 days, I want you to pick either your head, your heart, your hands, or your mouth, and I'm going to say, what's one thing in one of those four areas that I need to change in the next 30 days? Is my thinking need to be renewed, or is there an emotion I have that I need to really manage? And and every day, just, Lord, this is, you know, today I'm managing this emotion, whatever it is, if it's anger or loneliness, or is it my mouth? Do I need the next 30 days to 
to just be quiet when, when I want to say something or only speak words of encouragement. Hi, Dr. Randy. I'd like to thank you for your show, Intentional Living. It has changed my life drastically. And I just wanted to thank you so much for taking my call that day because it made all the difference to me. And if it wasn't for your program, I'm sorry, I'm trying not to lose it. I couldn't believe I'd still be married. I wish you could see me now. I wish I could show you how I'm not who I was. I used to be mad at you. A little on the hurt side too, but I'm not who I was I was thinking maybe I I should let you know That I am not the same But I never did forget your name Hello I just can't begin to tell you how your program Intentional Living has changed my life I've been completely overwhelmed ever since I started to listen to uh, your message, how my life has changed as well as my children. I thank you so much. And I just praise God every day. The thing I find most amazing in amazing grace is the chance to give it out. Maybe that's what love is all about. I wish you could see me now. I wish I could show you how I'm not who I was. Wow, what a powerful testimony. Several, in fact, humbling and again appreciative of those of you who take the time to tell us how the message of intentional living is impacting your life and changing your life. As I often say, it's not about me, it's about the message, and the message is a God message. God is intentional. We're called to be like Him. We're made in His image in terms of living our lives intentionally. We can't intentionally make ourselves get into heaven. That's a free gift from God. But how we live every day is our gift, I believe, back to Him and to the world. We need every day to be living the way that God intends for us to live. You know, as we wrap up the show today, I just want to say thank you to each of you who have been praying for us here at the ministry. Thank you for your, your prayers and support. And as we're in this last month of 2022 and thinking about a new year, and we think about changes as we've been talking about today, this might be the point, this might be the day that you're thinking, hey, listen, you know, I look back over my life and I realize what's been missing is either I haven't given my life to Christ, I've never made that commitment, or I have, but I'm not following through, I'm not really living it out every day. It was a decision without any action, which makes you wonder, was that really a decision? So can I encourage you today to really ask yourself, do I know Christ personally? If you don't, give your life to Him. Lord Jesus, come into my life. I can't live without you. You know, I believe in you. You're my Savior and my Lord. And then every day to live intentionally for Him, not perfection. We're not talking about works for the sake of making God love us more. That's not the point. The point is, when we bring glory to God, which we're commanded to do, He gets the glory and we all get the benefit, ourselves and those around us. And that's what intentional living is all about. So maybe this is the day, the point of change in your life. Tell us your story. Share it on our storyline at 888 888 1717 
I'm Randy Carlson from Intentional Living. Have a great day. We'll see you next time right here. Come and join us at the Intentional Living Center.